Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Yeah, baby, we're back at it again. Can't stop, won't stop edition of the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight. If you can't tell, I'm all pumped up, ready to go. That's because college football season's right around the way. All right, seeing a place to be. Rick Saratella telling it like it is when it comes to the NFL draft since 2002. It's what we do. And if you're a college football fan like me, then you already know media day is underway. Kicking it off right now as we speak, SEC soon will be the Sun Belt. And we are digging into the Sun Belt division to learn about a prospect that has uh, come across my radar. I have done uh, a good amount of homework on Jerome Smith. Georgia State Corner, a.k.a. J.R. We'll talk to him about uh, his upcoming season. We'll take a look at back at uh, some of his accomplishments thus far. Uh, made a splash in 2015 as a redshirt freshman. 11 pass breakups. Uh, set the single-season school record his first year, starting second in school history with 21 pass deflections. Soon will be the record holder. Of course, uh, Chandon Sullivan, his teammate, uh, selected in the NFL draft this past season. And, uh, you know, again, we, we've uh, he's come across our radar from NFL scouts. We've done the homework, but you can only do so much online. And, of course, me being based in Jersey, uh, we got the man himself on the line to uh, give us some more information and tell his story a little bit more so let's welcome him into the jersey strong marketing hotline jersey strong marketing uh hit us up if you are in need of marketing ric jersey strong marketing a new venture in the works but today is about jerome smith the corner from georgia state and he joins us right now jerome welcome into the show how are we doing today thank you thank you for having me thank you for having me i'm doing good well you know, we, we appreciate you hopping on and getting ready for the upcoming season. We wanted to talk to you, get yes, to know sir. you a little bit more, and get your story out there because, let's be honest, SEC, they're being broadcast on the ESPN right now. And, you know, <laughs> Sunbelt yeah. ain't getting that kind of attention. So let's, let's spread the word and, and talk a little bit about uh, your upcoming season. Now, you guys ended on a very high note with that, that bowl win victory last year over Western Kentucky. Yes, you had the big interception. How are we going to keep that momentum moving forward going into 2018? Uh, we're going to keep it going by just keep working harder. You know, getting the young guys into the film room early, doing extra work at the lift, extra runs, just doing a lot of extra stuff. The little things matter, you know. Yeah, and you know, you know, so you said getting the underclassmen into the film room. Obviously, now uh, second year coaching staff. What kind of leadership mm-hmm. role are you taking on now with with the new coaching staff coming in last year? Like you said, being a uh, mentor to the underclassmen, are you a guy? Yeah. You know, are you a take charge guy, a vocal guy? Do you pull them off to the side? Are you, you know, gonna um, do what it takes to lead this team? Yeah, I'm doing what it takes to lead this team right now. Exactly. 
Uh, I'm more of like push you, pull you to the side type of guy. I'm not going to be a rah-rah type of guy in your face. You feel me? Um, on film, you can see I'm kind of rah-rah type. I like going to the opposing team sideline, talking trash and all that. But on the, as far as like coaching up the young guys, I feel like everybody's grown. So I just give them tips here and there. Yeah, I noticed that's one of the things that I actually did notice about you. You seem like a fiery type of player, a, a player that teammates gravitate towards too and kind of be a momentum changer and, and swing the, the pendulum a little bit with some, some big plays like you did there in the bowl game. Yeah, I just try to be a high-energy guy on and off the field, you know, try to keep guys together, you know, like a brotherhood. And, you know, the other thing that pops out to me um, – you know, it seems like you're all over the field. I, I love your press man coverage abilities, but I see looks like they line you up on both sides of the ball, inside, outside. I mean, you're making pass deflections over the middle, on the boundary. Is yeah. there any one side you prefer playing? Do you like playing inside or outside or left or right? I mean, tell us a little bit more about this Georgia State defense. Uh, well, my freshman and sophomore year, that's when Coach Miles, and you know, I was kind of playing like the end. I was, I was playing outside and inside with that coaching staff. So last year when Coach Elliott came, we got Coach Fuquay, and we don't have no sub packages. So I just had to break it out and play straight outside last year. So it doesn't really make a, a difference to me, but my preference would maybe be inside. I think I'm more comfortable mm-hmm. inside. Okay. And how about, you know, um, I talked about some of your attributes here. I mean, I think, you know, the thing, you don't get beat very often. When you do, you have a quick uh, recovery speed. I noticed that. Um, yeah. I thought it was also interesting, too, a very interesting stat. I'm not, I'm not, a, huge, not a huge stat guy, but, you know, 0.48 yeah. yards allowed per snap, according to Pro Football Focus, that's – that's third best in the country amongst draft-eligible cornerbacks. Uh, but you tell us. Give us a little mini scouting report about yourself when a, when a scout pops in the game film on you, what they should expect to see. Um, just a high-level, high high-energy high guy, you know. Um, smart guy, know the concepts. Um, and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a trash talker, you know. I, I, <laughs> I want to I know what the OT is thinking. <laughs> I play corner, so I kind of have that attitude, like, you against me. We on the island out yeah. here. Yeah, you 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 cornerbacks are always trying to get into those receivers' heads, and uh, you know the other characteristic yeah. you got to have playing corner too is a short memory. Do you do you kind of forget it? if you give up a big play? Do you, you forget about it quick and move on, or does oh, it linger? How do you, how do you take that? Uh, can I? Um, last year uh, it was short game. I gave up a forty-seven yard um, post. I actually, if you mm-hmm. go back on film, I actually knocked the ball out. <laughs> But they called it down. So actually, I had mm-hmm. um, later later in that drive, I I made a um, a pass deflection in the end zone, so it take a field goal. So yeah, I might. I mean, I get mad, but it's not nothing that's gonna take me out of my game. It's just gonna make me come harder. Like <laughs> no, that's that definitely absolutely a necessary characteristic that you gotta have. And we're talking to Jerome Smith. J.R. Smith, the Fighting Peaches, is in the building on the uh, Jersey Strong Marketing Hotline here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, bringing you the names you need to know first since 2002. It's what we do, and uh, definitely one to file for the memory bank here. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the tip ball, Jerome. That's, I think, something that shows up on film. 
uh, five career interceptions, but a whole bunch of just flexions and breakups. And, you know, that's another part of your game I noticed too. I mean, I have you listed here at 5'10", 185, maybe not Mm -hmm. as tall as the modern-day cornerbacks go, but it seems like you have no problem with uh, contested balls, jump falls, good vertical leaping ability, and and instincts high-pointing the ball. Yeah, I just try to use – well, people are going to use my side as a disadvantage anyway when I get scouting and stuff, but I only control what I can control, you know, and that's – I think my main thing is being competitive. Yeah, I mean, listen, hey. You guys say. The the modern-day NFL, a lot of guys you see six-foot – tall, lanky corners, but there's always going to be a need for guys, like you said, on the inside in the slot, guys that can play all over the field. But, you know, I just wanted to see uh, your thoughts on that. Now, mm-hmm. you know, we're, I think, you know, maybe about a month and a half, not even away from the start of the season. What's yep. the off season been like for you? I mean, what have you been doing? Have you been working out? Have you anything specific that you've been trying to improve in in terms of your overall game? What's the off season been like for you? Um, the off season has been really really good this off season. Um, more more things I try to do this off season is try to hit the field, try to hit the field a little bit more, try to work smarter, not harder. You feel me? Not not trying to bring my body out before camp and none of mm-hmm. that. But just hitting the film room more also trying to get, like, concepts, trying to see what coach is coming back. Are they going to have the same schemes, same concept, stuff like that, getting the young guys ready to play because, you know, me and DeAndre Apple is only returning starters in the secondary, so we have to get the young guys ready to go. Hmm. All right, big responsibility and uh, smarter, not harder. I like that. I might steal that from you. Um, <laughs> now, I see, you know, not only on the field – um, racking up the accolades, but also off the field, you know, oh, yes, glancing through your bio, it looks like every single year you're on some kind of uh, academic honor roll, oh, yeah, academic achievement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, is that something that you have you always excelled in school and and uh, yeah, when did that parents, begin? Are, okay, <laughs> my parents are uh, very strict about my grades. Uh, both of my Older sisters, uh, one of them was Valley Victorian High School, and both of them had an um, academic scholarship to Florida. So, you know, I had big, big shoes to fill. So it wasn't no drop-off with me. I actually just graduated in May also with my bachelor's in interdisciplinary studies. Very nice. Yeah, so so your siblings were setting the uh, the bar a little high there for you. Yeah, and a little high. <laughs> <laughs> so. Made it a little, hey. They made it a little harder, but a little better, right? Yeah. They made but, it a little I, harder, I, and you and you, and you got a little smarter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but you know what? Um, I've been to Atlanta, Georgia, a few times for for different events and things of that nature. But I see that's listed as your hometown. Uh, tell us, what's it like? Oh, Were yeah. you born and raised in Hotlanta? What was it like growing up in Atlanta, Georgia? Um, the area I grew up in was pretty rough. You know, I grew up in poverty. Um, I got a couple of, like, um, childhood friends that going to die, stuff like that. But the main thing is to keep focused. It's always light at the end of the tunnel. So to anybody out there who grew up the same as me, I just tell you, keep pushing. It's always light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> All right. And, uh, 
you know, being an Atlanta guy, were, were you a big Mike Vick fan coming up? Because that's, I think, the days oh. the Falcons were had a good team back then. Absolutely, I was a Mike. I wasn't necessarily a Falcons fan. I grew up a Cowboy fan. <laughs> okay. Let me put that out. I grew up a Cowboy fan with the uh, Dindy Testaverde. Yeah, I know I was out there. Oh, okay. Man, <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. all them days, man. Before Tony Romo came. But, yeah, I was a big Mike Vick fan. Um, he was at that time. Pillage Price, Alex Crumpler, uh, Brian Simmons. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know okay. football now. <laughs> hey, no, you, I love it. It sounds like – uh, We could talk football all day. <laughs> I love – well, you know, it's funny because, you know, Vinny Testaverde – you know, I look back, I think Vinny Testaverde, I think Tampa Bay Bucks, I think Vinny and the Jets. But you kind of forget, you know, he did play for the Cowboys there. I think it, mm-hmm. probably where he, he ended 40, his 39. career. Yeah, Vinny. Oh, boy, taking uh, us Emmitt back Smith. here. Emmitt Smith yeah. um, playing with the Cardinals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. About that yeah, you, yep. Yeah, you forget about those days. So, uh, Jerome Smith here. <laughs> NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show, uh, Georgia State Corner. And, uh, you know, the uh, Fighting Peaches are making a little bit of name for themselves, Jerome. Your teammate, Chandon Sullivan, uh, I believe oh, he yeah. got drafted last year. He was very high on the radar. Um, he actually knew bowl invite. Um, yeah. He actually went undrafted. but He did go undrafted, he but a, he did get a senior bowl yeah. invite. He was at the Combine. Yep. So, the combine, you know. Yep. He's going to definitely be on somebody's roster. I know that for a fact because we did oh, yeah. uh, profile him coming out for the draft last year. But, you know, having seen him go through the process, mm-hmm. having seen him do that, I mean, uh, did he, has he given you any advice in terms of how to handle your final season oh, as a coll- collegiate? Absolutely. I talk to Tanner every day. It's not just Tanner, though. We actually have another corner on um, B.J. Clay. Uh, he was signed to undrafted free agent rookie. He was with the Chargers mm-hmm. now also. And also Robert Davis, he got drafted in the 2017 oh, yeah. draft for the Redskins. So I just try to take advice for everybody, pieces from everybody, trying to hear what their process was like, how to how to do this, how to do that, how to prepare for the season, how to take care of my body, the little things like that, hydrating. No, I, it all sounds good, and uh, definitely uh, it's always great when you can pick the brain and and see the process a little bit because, I mean, again, you know, the Sun Belt isn't churning out guys like the SEC, but there's a good amount of talent in your conference, and, you know, maybe the depth of the rosters aren't as deep as SEC caliber teams, but the starters are definitely uh, on par uh, and, and very talented playmakers. Robert Davis was a huge playmaker. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's a guy? Who's a guy that stands out to you during your collegiate career? Uh, whether it was an individual wideout or or a team as mm-hmm. a whole, who stands out to you as a tough opponent? Uh, tough opponent. Um, I can't be biased, right? I wasn't a fan of team, like. <laughs> Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, well, 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 fans and scouts do need to know uh, give us a scouting report on him since you go up against him every day for the past three years oh uh, penny um probably the best 
five eight player I ever done played against. Hard worker. I mean, he's going to push it. The leadership, like Penny, he's more of a, like the vocal leader on the team. You know, I talk trash and stuff like that, pull people to the side. Penny is going to get in your face, you know, tell you what you did wrong and right. <laughs> hey, okay. I think, <laughs> I think Penny is the, well, best, the best receiver in the country. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we definitely have him on our radar. That's Penny Hart for those of you that don't know. Now you do know, um, you know, you mentioned you like to talk a little junk out on the field, Jerome. What? Yeah. Who, any, anybody, any, any good uh, trash talkers are there in the Sun Belt? Anybody that likes to give it back to you? Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. In the Sun Belt, who was talking trash? Or anybody, um, anybody that can talk trash with you. Can anybody keep up with your trash talking skills? Can anybody keep up with my trash talking skills? <laughs> uh, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. Um, I want to say, um, with Jawan Johnson on Penn State number eighty four. Okay. Yeah, he he, he think, mixes think, it up with he, you a little bit. I think he kind of. I think he kind of. Yeah, he he kind of mixes up with me a little bit out there. <laughs> okay. I respect All right. That. <laughs> <laughs> now, does this carry over that. like? Now, now, if you're like playing your teammates in Madden and whooping yeah. up on them, does the trash talking carry over to the video games too? Oh, absolutely! I'm competitive <laughs> in everything I do. I hate losing. One thing about me, I hate losing. I'm a sore loser. Yeah. I'm a sore loser. <laughs> I hate losing well, anything. <laughs> it it sounds it sounds like. Though. Yeah, no, it sounds like you're a fiery, passionate guy. I mean. Yeah. What at what age did you start playing football? When did you realize that you were in love with the game of football? And when did you realize that hey, you know what? I have a special talent here. I might be able to do this professionally. Okay, I started playing um recreational football when I was 9 years old. But before then, I was so competitive like just playing outside with my friends and stuff like I was I was ready to play. I was I was ready to play since I was like six years old. I can remember the first day when I first got my pads when I was nine. I went to sleep and my and my whole gear hammered and all. I was ready to play. I went to sleep. I even played Madden in my equipment. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's dedication right there, no doubt about it. Uh, how about we're talking to J.R. Smith, Georgia State cornerback here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host, Rick Saratella. How about, Jerome, off the field? I mean, when you're not playing football, studying football, I heard you talk a lot about film study, but how about in your spare time when you're not playing or studying, uh, what do you like to do, you know, d- during some downtime? you have any hobbies, activities that you enjoy? Well, I'm a good – I'm a um... – I'm a good family guy, you know. I just like spending time with my family. Um, I might throw something on the grill here and there with, with my teammates, you know, play the game, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not, I'm not really yeah. like, like no big going out guy, nothing like that. I kind of stay to myself. Hey, nothing better than family, no doubt about it. Um, how about, you know, you mentioned – Growing up in Atlanta, a little bit uh, yeah. of adversity there growing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's what's been the biggest adversity for you just during your playing days? I, I, 
you know, I know you missed, I think, a game last year due to an injury. Yeah. You, you played through um, a broken hand, I think, a couple years back. I mean, what's been yeah, two years, sir. the biggest yeah. – Yeah, what's been the biggest piece of adversity for you? And what and what did you learn from it? Um, okay, my biggest piece of adversity was maybe – I would say my red shirt sophomore year when I broke my hand for the second time after freshman year. Okay. Um, yeah, I would say that because because I was I had like I had three picks in like four games and I broke my hand and I was feeling like depressed like everything was just I felt like everything went downhill from there. But after that though, but I, after the season, I can say though, um, I did even with the cast. A lot of people don't know this. You can put this on air. A lot of people don't know this. Um, so. I broke my hand. My freshman year, I broke my hand. The second game, the Mexico State game, my hand was broke. I made the game win and play. Uh, so I had to miss Oregon game the next year. I made the next game as freshman year. So my sophomore year, I came back. I caught three. I, uh, that's when B.J. Clay stepped in. He caught three picks the uh, two games I was out. And I came back. I didn't catch a pick, but I did finish third in the conference in saturated, if you can look that up. With, with with one hmm. hand, <laughs> incredible! I did I not know that. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to put that out there for searching. <laughs> and uh, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, I have your scouting report that I'm working up, and we'll have that posted on the on the website as well. So we'll be sure to include that. Now, uh, heading into this year, we mentioned the big bowl win. Yeah. Um, you know, you guys, last year I think the Memphis game was canceled. Now, this year not only do you play Memphis, you also have NC State the second game of the season, a big-time quarterback yes, there. I mean, yes, how, what's what, – yeah, what's the mentality? I mean, you, you're going to be on the uh, big stage platform right from the get-go. I think two of the first three games yeah. of the year are going to be on ESPN. So, what's your mentality mm-hmm. heading into the season and heading into those games? Um. Uh, my main mentality is staying even field, you know, not to get too high, too low, you know, because I, I don't play plenty of football before, so I don't think it's really nothing that I haven't seen before. It's just a matter of putting the time into the film, putting the work in, and everything is going to work out good from there. Yeah, well, you know, I think it sounds excited. like – yeah, no, it sounds like um, you have the right mentality. I, I, I love the uh, – the attitude, the passion, the moxie, everything, the the entire package. And, you know, I know uh, winning the conference is also a, a big team goal that you guys have going into the season. That's our and, only goal. And who, That's our only goal. <laughs> who do you think stands in your way? I think, you know, the, they'll be doing the Sun Belt you know, predictions. The three top teams. It's, you know, three top teams every year. Troy, Arkansas State, and App State. So that's who you're gunning those for. Three, those three teams in our win. Yep. All right. Well, you got Troy and Arkansas. Not, not, to push, not, to push, not to push the other teams away either because we're coming with the same mentality every game. Well, you know, listen, you guys are going to be tested early and often because after NC State and Memphis, then you have Western Mi- Michigan. That's no easy game. And then, yes, you know, fast forward, uh, you, you know, then you got Troy and Arkansas State back-to-back. So, mm-hmm. hey, man. You guys are, are, like I said, you're going to get tested early. You're going to get tested yes, often. Sir. And uh, the bigger the platform, 
the uh, the more eyeballs on you. So uh, with that being said, you know you've been you've been more than kind with your time, Jerome, and we appreciate that. So I'll just wrap it up and throw this last one out there to you and and let you boogie. So when we fast okay. forward now, the season is complete. You've had a great spectacular year. January, the bowl game's over, and, and we get into the draft season. You know, NFL teams, any general managers, head coaches, oh. scouts that go back and listen to this interview looking for more information are going to want to know why they should draft Jerome Smith come April. Well, I'm a real competitive guy, and I got every every tool you look for in the corner. I might not be six feet, but I'm – I, I would say that other than that, I have everything in my toolbox. I'm just not six feet. <laughs> I'm going to run fast. <laughs> plenty plenty my, my of cornerbacks. There's plenty yeah. of cornerbacks in the NFL your size making a good living right now. So, uh, you know, you just keep doing what you do. And uh, I, I I got you at 185. Is that What are you weighing these days, Jerome? Yeah, that's 185. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't. I don't want it to be cool. I want it to be accurate. <laughs> no, it's, it's accurate. <laughs> I can tell okay. you right now for you. I wait. You tell me, strip coat is on spot right now. He's gonna say one eighty five. All right. Very good. <laughs> Very good, Jerome. We appreciate the time. Any uh, parting shots, shout outs uh, before we let you go? Uh, I just want to give a shout out to all my teammates. Uh, I can't name everybody, but you know, we're coming. <laughs> All right. Hey, the man is focused. The man is dedicated. The man is passionate. And the man is talented. He's Jerome Smith, Georgia State cornerback, right here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Jerome, keep us posted, my man. We do appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. That's what we do. Bringing you the names you need to know first since 2002. That's another one in the books. Jerome Smith, Georgia State cornerback. Five foot ten, 185 pounds, three-year starter, 122 career tackles, five interceptions, two for returned touchdowns, including that big play in the bowl game last year, uh, 16 pass breakups, six and a half tackles for loss, three sacks. I forgot to ask him about that too, because I know, you know, the uh, every now and then that that defense they'll use him in a little. Uh, blitz package he'll come off the edge there and, and get after the quarterback a little bit too so he's, he's and on top of the fiery player you got a feisty player who you know hey you know what let's be honest it is what it is when the evaluation process comes around the hardest label he's going to have to fight is undersized but then you know when they pop on the game film they can see a press man cover corner a guy with the ability and experience to play inside and outside not afraid to mix it up and uh listen if you make the catch on him you best believe that arm chop is coming i've seen him do that too he's always around the football even when the reception is made make trying to make that chop trying to make that ball come loose and he is definitely someone constantly around the football and like i said I, I love the recovery speed. Doesn't get doesn't get beat often, but when he does, he's got just as good as recovery speed uh, as I've seen. And again, you know, he's going to set the uh, all-time school history. You know, sec- he's second right now, twenty-one pass deflections. He'll be the school record holder uh, by the end of the year. I can guarantee you that. And then, you know, his. Uh, 2015 single season record for 11 pass breakups. That'll be something that he tries to top 
this final season, a three-year starter, a whole bunch of accolades in the classroom, academic achiever. You heard him talk about getting his degree. So uh, very level-headed, installed by his parents at an early age. His sister's doing him no favor, valedictorian and, and academic scholarships and all that. But, hey, he was working harder to get smarter. Now he's working smarter not harder. That was uh, Jerome Smith, Georgia State, fighting peaches in the building here on the hotline, I should say, (laughs) on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. Again, brought to you by Jersey Strong Marketing, uh, a new venture in the works, so stay tuned for that. But I was your host, Rick Saratella, for another edition. We've gotten you jump-started here before the season even begins. Uh, uh, whole slew of player interviews. So if you just tuned in, if you joined halfway through, you want to hear this interview or any interview in its entirety, of course, visit our channel on Blog Talk Radio. We're also on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. Uh, We're out there. And, of course, we'll have this interview along with the Jerome Smith scouting report up on NFLDraftBible.com. The best way to keep it locked and keep it posted is over on Twitterverse at NFL Draft Bible. We do a good job of putting everything we do up there, along with all kinds of uh, NFL draft news and updates constantly, 24-7. So for another edition, it was me, RIC, in a place to be. uh, And we give a special shout-out to our guest of the day, Jerome Smith, Georgia State. File it in the memory banks. You heard it here first. NFLDraftBible.com, baby. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 